listeners ask us a lot of questions, so we gathered some from social media. The first question is, do you pee in the shower, yes or no? <laughs> Amy? I have, but I don't. Well, and the opposite, I, I usually do, but I don't now because my drain is messed up. Oh. And I made that mistake. I was in the shower and I was like, you know, my, and I'll pee right on top of it. So it goes right in the hole. Of course. Yeah. Why? But yeah. then the drain yes. was messed up and I, and I didn't realize it. And I looked down and the water isn't exactly. Oh, and I'm no. like, ah! <laughs> it's getting closer to your feet. Yeah. yeah. No, it was in my feet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So you don't, you say no, but you have. I have, but I try to go pee before I go Sometimes in there. Sometimes you just get it's in there not. and you're like, I don't want to get out. <laughs> and then there's water. I say yes, but right now I'm currently not. Eddie, you? Right. Oh yeah, it's the best toilet ever. It's yeah. right there. Um, that's a gross thing to say though. <laughs> um, okay, Amy, this is for women. I'm gonna, Morgan, I'll bring you into this one. Okay. Women, what's something important you think men really don't understand about being a woman? Our periods. You don't understand our hormones, our cramps, what we go through every month. Yes, it's or every 28 days. Like we physically don't understand that. You physically don't understand. I could go wiener. You know what it's like to have a wiener. You're right, we don't. But does, I don't even want to get into it. Don't even start with me because your wiener doesn't do something (laughs) (laughs) every 28 days-ish. That lasts for for me seven days, which is brutal because some girls it's four, which I'm like, what? That's bad. That'd be amazing. But I don't think that you fully understand what we have to go through. It's But you both can be right. Like you don't understand the wiener and Does it your and we'll does your wiener also make you crazy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, of <laughs> like, course. It makes um, us think five irrationally. Days before it, makes it us make think, you no, no, eat a bunch all of stuff. The time, and all the time. Snap at people. Well, let me say this again. It makes you do that. A guy's privates gets him into all the trouble in the world. Okay. You don't understand that. Like we're led okay. into terrible places because of that. Okay. Well, then there we go. We don't understand. That's good. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> hey, Morgan, what do you think? You what, can what? control yours, though. <laughs> no, oh my you God. can't. I'm telling you. <laughs> you but cannot. you can control your emotions, no, too. Oh, By what hard. you do outwardly, you can control it. Same with a guy. It's, we can control what we do outwardly. No, sometimes I can't stop crying. And I can't. Sometimes, you know me, I'm like a rabbit. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay. What's next? Morgan, wait, what is your answer? <laughs> Can you repeat the question? <laughs> yeah, what was it? What is something important you think men really don't understand about being a woman? Oh, I think they don't understand that we actually dress for other women instead of them. It's a good point. Like shoes, when women buy expensive shoes or purses, they're not really doing it to impress dudes. Because y'all don't notice. Because wow. we don't know the difference. Is that right? I mean, I do. But most I men mean, we don't. we want to look good for the man in our life for sure, but... If a girl compliments you versus the guy, you're like, oh, yes. Yes. It doesn't take much to impress a guy with our clothes or our shoes, but like for a girl to say something, yes, it's a big deal. Uh, Next question. What smells better than it tastes? What smells better than it tastes? I'm going to go with gasoline. (laughs) Well, I've never tasted (laughs) it. Yeah. Well, I have because I used to to siphon gas from one car to the other. We were broke. Gas, the smell is great. The gas, oh, I've Awful. never tasted that. I never let it get to my tongue when we did that. Yeah, sometimes you have to you have to go hard. Uh-huh. And you have to, right when it comes up, if your hose isn't that long, and you go, ooh, and you just put it in the other one. So what does it taste like? Mm, is it bitter? Al- like, really bitter alcohol. Like, not alcohol that you drink, but like rubbing. Rubbing alcohol. Just, <laughs> that's, that's the opposite. Alcohol that you drink tastes better than it smells. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's opposite. But Amy, what smells better than it tastes? Can you I think don't know. I'm trying to think of something like pumpkin. To me, pumpkin smells so mm. amazing, and then if you eat it, it has to have like a lot of sugar. 
or something. Eddie? I would go with cinnamon. Cinnamon tastes wonderful. But then you taste it, you're like... Argh. You mean it smells wonderful? Smells. It smells wonderful, but then you taste it, it's like not very good. All right, here's this. What fact did you learn at an embarrassingly late age? I'll lead the pack here. I think I was a little too old to think that babies came out of the belly button. <laughs> and I was a pretty intelligent kid, but I was... 19. This, <laughs> you're so dumb. That's not true. <laughs> uh, but I was a little too, too. I was really in, just, wow, I can't believe the baby comes out of the belly button. Do you have anything? Well, yeah. Like last week, I was typing in an email about a prima donna, and I typed prima donna. Like, like P-R-E. P-R-E. Madonna the singer. You thought it was like B.C. before Christ. It was like pre-Madonna. <laughs> pre-Madonna. You know it was the 70s, pre-Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know it's like prima? Like uh-huh, prima. P-R-I. Oh, that's funny, Amy. P-R-I-M-A mm-hmm. space D-O-N-N. Yeah. I always thought it was pre-Madonna, but I didn't know what she did necessarily, but I just thought it was like diva acting and Madonna was like pre-Madonna. I don't know. Pre-Madonna is taken directly from an Italian word. It means first lady. That's exactly what it means. Pre-Madonna. The first records of the term in English come from the 1700s. But if you're a prima donna, you think you're the first. Mm. But now it doesn't have to be a lady because at times I'll be called that. Like Bobby. <laughs> Bobby like his water. I'm like, yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah. The Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. The Bobby Bones Show. I hear you. Hey, good morning. 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 To everyone except this man who pointed a bow at a 10-year-old girl and her mom in a road rage incident. Oh, like a, like a bow, bow and arrow. What? A Texas family... Says a mother and her two kids were in a car going to the dentist when a man pointed a compound bow at them because he had road rage. Yeah, she was taking out her 10-year-old daughter to the dentist. A three-year-old was in the car with them. Quote, so what happened yesterday was my mom was going to take me to the dentist to see how I was going to get my braces. There was construction and the road narrows. And so a red car got behind them and started tailgating him. Police say the suspect pointed a compound bow at the car. So he pulls it up and a compound bow is... um, Pretty complicated bow. Yeah, hunting bow and arrow. So uh, they said they were scared. They got the license plate and they got witness and they were able to find the person. He denied displaying a weapon, but they found a bow in the dumpster with two arrows. (laughs) Oh, there you go. Uh, That's trauma, man, for those kids. Can you imagine seeing that and remembering that for the rest of your life? I wonder, though, and by the way, he's in the wrong. He's got tattoos on his neck and his eyes and his face, so he for sure did it. Yeah, for sure he did it. (laughs) That's the the risk you take when you put tattoos on your neck and your face. If you make that bad decision, we expect that you made other bad decisions, too. So if he right, want, if I, But if I was the judge and it's like, all right, everything's even. All right, here comes this fella. Come on in, sir. Oh, that's a sweet tattoo on your eye. Guilty. Ow. Oh, <laughs> oh the man. Sweetest guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you have a tattoo of a skull all down the right side of your cheek. Well, guilty. Get out of here. That, that would be what I would do. Oh, my now, gosh. And he also looks like he did it. And he does. <laughs> um, so here's my tip about road rage and about being on a road. Someone cut you off. And you're upset about it because you feel like they disrespected you? You want to flip them off or yell at them? My encouragement to you is don't. Oh. For two reasons. Reason number one, they may have a gun or a compound bow. (laughs) Yeah, or one of those little bombs that you put inside a glass and you throw it over. (laughs) Oh my gosh. A cocktail? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. one of those Molotovs. (laughs) You don't know what people have in their car. And all it takes is... One dumb person to make one bad decision and your life is completely changed in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Two, my second part about this is there are times where you've also done really dumb things driving mm-hmm. accidentally or angrily and you would like for someone to show you grace. 
And so I have, do you know how many times I've actually pulled in the middle across a, a, a intersection and I'm just stuck there and cars are coming up going, come on, man, move. You're so stupid. And I can't move because there's a car in front of me. <laughs> and I'm the one that was the idiot and pulled up too far. And I've done that. So what I try to do when that happens to me is not get irritated. And instead of that going, that idiot, I go, oh, I've been that idiot. And I feel yeah. sorry for them. I try to empathize more than be angry with them. Are you the person that drives up as far as you can, Amy? Or do you? No. No, I mean, like you, I've have I done it before? Yes. But is that typically me? No. Who? Eddie, you? Um, I, I sometimes. Sometimes. It just depends. If I'm running late, different strokes for different folks. What I say. Mm-hmm. There you go. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones on your radio. Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Uh, Mike in Florida, you're on the Bobby Bones Show. Mike, what's happening, bud? Hey. Wow. This is awesome. <laughs> um, hey, everybody. Um, just want to say hello and, and how much you guys mean to my wife and I. We've been listening for, you know, eight, ten years, ever since we were in Virginia. And it's your show is fantastic. And you do a lot for everybody. And I wanted to say that, you know, everyone calls and says something about somebody, but I think Eddie is a very underrated uh, person and part of the show. I, I think he's he's just my guy. I, I like hearing Eddie all the time. Why do you think Eddie is underrated? Or let me ask you this. Why do you like Eddie? And not No disrespect to anybody else, but Eddie just, you know, he seems to know a lot about music. And, you know, it just is a, he's a calm guy. You know, I'm married with two kids now, and, you know, he's, he's a guy that, is you know everyone talks to you about you know being married and you know having kids and you know it's just he's just cool I, I just like I like everything about him we should do hey Raymondo can you grab me some like slow piano music mm-hmm. <laughs> make it real like emotional well no let's just do an introspective of Eddie for a second mm. Eddie is a Hispanic fella that's right from South Texas that's right seven miles north of Mexico born and raised musician mm-hmm. singer yeah and what do you think is the strongest thing about what's what do you think is like your, your biggest most strong strongest trait quality Ooh. i don't know you know people say like i'm kind of like the life of the party not in, in the sense of like i bring like yeah let's party but like people always say just when you're around it's like it feels like there's a party going on i will say that you are very pleasant to be around yeah like you're you're positive and very happy. positive very happy yeah. yes like a, I, mm-hmm. you like to have a good time i do I will say Eddie and I, Eddie's one of my best friends, and that he, I'm very much type A, and he is very much, in a good way, type B, mm-hmm. and that's why I think we work together so well. Uh, you did te- television for a long time? I did. That's how we, you and I met? That's kind of like the whole producer, like I was television producer for a long time. And on this show, you are basically the same thing. visual too. audio producer, yeah. or no, no, uh, video producer. Right. Hmm. Anything else about Eddie we want to share? Oh, oh, yeah, this is the moment uh-huh. to shine and highlight. For our new <laughs> listeners, Eddie's our video producer. He's got two kids of his own. He's got oh two foster gosh. kids. Yeah. He's one half of the Raging Idiots. Yeah, he's funny. Oh, yeah. I think he's the quickest, like the wittiest person here. Yeah. Behind you, you're really Oh, witty. and he can do really great impressions. Oh, yeah. Like, he can nail That's true. it. Good like, one. That's like, good. Like Luke Bryan. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. And that was right off the cuff. Jake Owen. Just like that. What's up, dude? Eric Church. Uh, hey, hey, how you doing, Amy? Yeah. Uh, Bill Cosby. Okay. <laughs> Booty bump. <laughs> Jello pudding <Hank>. pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This has been an introspective into Eddie. Yes. All right. Yes, hey, yes. Uh, thank you. Uh, Mike in Florida, I appreciate that call. 
You got it. Thank you. And you know, and he's bald like me, which I appreciate as well. Oh, and that's oh, right. Oh, he also relates to you. He not relates having to hair. you not having a lot of hair. Oh, yeah, it's good. Thank you, yeah. man. What do you think about him bringing that up? I mean, that's it's part of life. Mm-hmm. We're cool with it, right? I mean, it's just yeah. what happens to the best Absolutely. of us. Okay. You know, people used to, I'm a, I'm a golfer, so people would come into a golf place and they'd be like, yo, sorry, you know, I don't want to bother you anymore. I'll get out of your hair. And I used to be like, hey, <laughs> get out of my hair. What's that supposed to mean? Is that a ball joke? You know, and they make them feel bad about that, but I thought it was funny. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. You allowed us to do an introspective into Eddie, yeah. which you've never done before. So uh, have a good morning. Thank Tell your you wife guys. we you said hello. Awesome. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this sweet three-year-old girl, Adelaide Stanley, and she can't go out in public to be around people because she's had months and months of chemo and cancer treatment stuff happening. And so it's weakened her immune system, but she has her favorite restaurant and she really, really wanted to go there. So the restaurant arranged for them to come in early and they got the staff there and the cooks and everything and they got to dine there alone so that way there wasn't other people there so she wasn't exposed to all the germs and stuff and they served her her meal and they even paid for it. Wow. And and let's shout out the restaurant that they went to and the name of the restaurant is? Jay Wilson's in Beaumont, Texas. Shout out Jay Wilson. Of all the Wilsons, Jay's my favorite. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'll be honest. Super cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This story comes to us from Cartersville, Georgia. A 30-year-old man needed two new tires for his car, and he's like, I'll wait till they close. Breaks into the tire shop. He's getting them down off the rack, and a stack of tires falls on him, and he's stuck. Oh, man. How funny is that? Does he do like that 200 hours thing where he breaks his arm to get out? (laughs) (laughs) That's his only way out. Why do we keep calling it the wrong? It's like 500 and... What is it, 525 days. Wait, hold on. Everybody relax. What is it? 127 hours. That's a hard oh. number to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I think One, it's 527 hours? <laughs> yeah, we'll you, get it right from here on out. You know you're going to jail, right? Right. So do the 127, break your leg, get out of there. <laughs> Instead, he gets his cell phone and calls 911 says, I need help. Oh, my God. Luckily, he could get to his phone. Yeah. He could have been pinned and just died. Maybe, the, yeah, I guess if he, like, his throat, like his, his breathing. Yeah. Boy, this guy's got a full neck tattoo, too, wrapped all the way around his head. He's for sure the kind of guy that breaks into a tire place and still tires. <laughs> for sure, that's him right there. All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Yeah, the Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. The Bobby Bones Show. I was reading Dr. Oz, and his quote is, breakfast is a ploy. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I agree. I think that we've been told for a really, really, really long time that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Do you know that comes from a cereal advertisement? Well, see, yeah, marketing at its finest. What? Which is a lot of what we believe. Yeah, it's not science. It's cereal. Really? Saying back in the day, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I didn't know that was a slogan. Dude, that got me my entire life. Well, we've always just heard it. And it went from that to... And then what do you eat for breakfast? Probably that cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't actually probably the best way to start your day, but... So here we go. The line, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, was invented in the 19th century by Seventh-day Adventist James Caleb Jackson and Harvey Kellogg to sell their new invented breakfast cereal. Kellogg. Mm. So, guys, when you hear that, just know that's a commercial. You're doing a commercial. Oh, man. Uh, Dr. Oz is saying that in 2020, you should be canceling breakfast rather than thinking it's the most important meal of the day. Here's what he says, because it is uncomfortable for us to think that because we've been conditioned to go breakfast, lunch, dinner, nine snacks in the middle. Four coffee. You know, there's right. all these things that we think if we don't get it, we feel different. 
The famous doctor told TMZ that he's going to ban it this year and that it's still an advertising ploy. His advice is to have your first meal of the day when you're hungry rather than just having breakfast because you wake up and feel that you need to. So he's someone who says, hey, just go with what your body says more than what you're being told. For a lot of people, myself included, some mornings I don't wake up and I'm, I'm not starving sometimes, especially if you eat late at night. But some people don't get hungry until midway through like morning, closer to lunch. So don't eat breakfast if you're not hungry. Yes, Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. These are the 10 most recognizable logos in America. You'll probably nail all these. Are you ready? Ready. Number 10. Can you name this logo right here? Uh, Google? No. Oh. Google wow. Play? No. What is- Come Can on, you name man. that one? YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, good. Mm. At number 10, you didn't know. Amy. Wow. Okay, you'll okay. know this one. Number nine. Amazon. Yeah. Number eight. Adidas. Good. Nice. I'm surprised this was only number seven. Ready? Facebook. Yeah, the blue circle <laughs> with the F in it. Mm-hmm. You would think that'd be one, two, or three. Yeah. Number six. Google. Yeah, good. This is why you should watch the show sometimes. Right. Holding it up here. Starbucks. Good, at five. And Eddie had picked Nike as number one. It's actually at number four. Mm-hmm. Number three. Look at this one here. This is the logo for number three. Oh, that's Coke. Coca-Cola. That's Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. It's not written back in my sheet, so I'm just assuming that's yes. what it is. McDonald's. Good, number two. And the number one logo before I show it is... Ah, uh, oh, of course. Apple. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Number one. Pepsi just missed the top 10. Disney at 13, Ford at 15, and Instagram at 17. And so those are the most recognizable logos in America. Do you have a favorite logo? I I mean, I love Adidas. Or one that makes you go, like, I love Apple. Yeah. So I like the Apple logo because I see it. I'm like, ah, it's my people. I love the three stripes on shoes, on pants, on jackets. Yeah. Adidas, so... The YouTube one was tough, though. That was for me. I thought, well, sometimes on my Google Play, kind of, I hit, I'm like, I hit play. <laughs> I even Netflix through my mind of hit play. It's just that triangle play. Bobby Bones. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Airport staff at Cincinnati's airport found a stuffed Dalmatian sitting in the chair. And they're like, man, I wonder where this belongs. And they put a call out on social media. Did someone lose their stuffed Dalmatian? And it turns out this six-year-old Jaden, who'd been adopted, that's the stuffed animal he got from the court when he was adopted. And he had left it in the baggage area. And so they found him and reunited with the puppy all the way down in Florida. That's awesome. Probably meant a lot to him, too. Sure. Man, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's your buddy and mine. Mr. Bobby Bones. Let's go. Transmitting across America. Woo! This is a Bobby Bones show. That's right. Now, here he is. Turn it up. Come on, Bobby. Over to Amy with the morning corny. Here we go. The morning corny. How does thread get to school? How does thread get to school? On a spool bus. <laughs> That's pretty funny. There it is. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Amy was trying to solo clap herself. <laughs> we don't really clap anymore. We really don't. I know, but yeah. I kind of felt that one. You did? That was a pretty funny one. Thanks. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby 
I do have a mailbag. Raimundo, can we open up the mailbag here? Bobby's Mailbag. And you guys can email us at any time. Ask any question you want, and we try to get to as many of them as possible. They write, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. My girlfriend and I like to watch different shows on Sunday nights. Her show is on one channel. My show is on another. She insists we watch them together. First her show, then my show on demand. I don't understand. Why do we have to do that? We have two TVs in the apartment. Why can't I go in one room and she in the other? (laughs) Is it necessary that we watch shows together even if one of us hates the show? Is this some sort of bonding moment that I'm missing? It feels like forced bonding. I don't make her watch football with me in the afternoon on Sunday. Signed, Matthew. Amy, I'm coming to you. Your thoughts? Wow, Matthew. What's the big deal? You get to watch your favorite show. You get to spend time with her. It's something y'all are doing together. I get wanting to be together and not be in separate rooms on separate TVs. Suck it up. I mean, I think <laughs> can, I, can I just toss this at you? Just for sure. just a little example. Toss it over. So this is not the same thing, but a lot of whenever parents fight, and let's say parents are going to split up and they go, I would rather us be happy apart than fighting with the kids watching. Like, I would rather there not be that rocky relationship. I'd rather us be apart than have that rocky relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, on a much, much smaller level, um, a micro level, <laughs> what if you were both just happy, separate watching your shows? Because doesn't that make everything happier? But I, she's clearly not. She wants him there. Yeah, I know she does. So, But I'm just asking that question mm-hmm. because here's what he has to weigh. Is it more important to him to keep her happy or to his happiness he gets by watching a show alone. Yeah. Like, whichever one that wins, that's where, that's where you go. Mm. Like, if if, it, if it's really important to her, it doesn't matter what it is. He's getting comfortable. If it's, okay, and that's okay. You <laughs> should be comfortable. But you should, you should get comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. I agree. But also have regards yeah. for the other's feelings. All my, and this is what I'm going to leave my opinion on. <laughs> How important is it to you that she stay happy? Because you can avoid a lot of drama just by giving her this one. She's probably giving you things and and taking one for the team for you at times. Take don't don't suck it up, as Amy says. <laughs> I'm gonna say take one for the team. Okay. Relationships are each other looking out for each other, and I'm sure she's stepping in for you at times when she doesn't want to do stuff. So, if it's important to her, whatever it is, and you can do it, why not do it? I agree. Well, in a different way, you're a little, you're a little more coarse. You said suck it up. You said suck it up, loser. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, is this really that big of a deal? Like, you get to still watch your show. Y'all get to be together. I under, I, because I can totally relate to wanting to be not, to not be separate but during that time. But can I say this? Would, a, you, would you rather your husband be miserable and with you mm-hmm. or happy and apart? That was my first question. Why, why is he if he's miserable like watching with me? Because he doesn't want to watch. You watch Vanderpump Rules, right? Yeah. And so you're watching Vanderpump Rules. And he's like, but you're like, thank you. I'm just so glad you're with me. But But he's also like, but then his show next, I'm going to watch with him. I might be miserable through that, but I'm not miserable because I'm with him. But I'm just asking about his feelings. Would you rather him be miserable and with you or happy and apart? Just a question. I mean, I guess happy and apart, but why would he be miserable with me? Okay. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Here's what I'm going to say, Matthew. Uh, If it's this important to her, I think you should really work with her on it. And Matthew, I hope you're communicating this to her and not just us. No, I hope it's just us. (laughs) And then um, her, I think she has this, I would tell her the same thing. Whatever's important, it's maybe not be TV shows to him, but whatever's important to him, Mm -hmm. you kind of need to stick your neck in there and be like, okay, I'm here for you. Yeah. So Matthew, suck it up. (laughs) Yeah, right? There you go. 
Matthew, we both agree. Amy and I both agree that you just need to get with the program mm-hmm. and make this work if it's that important to her. But definitely communicate to her. And then she might need to get with the program too in other areas. Mm-hmm. We know what those areas are, don't we, boys? <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Bobby's Mailbag. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones. So they figured out the best job to have. Ranked on pay, employment rate, work-life balance, stress level. So all those are factoring in. Because, you know, the more money you make, the more stressful it's going to be. But what do you think the best job to have is, according to research? Ooh, morning radio show. And the worst. <laughs> Maybe for you, not for me. Um, gosh. Te- stress being a teacher. We all know that oh, now. Yeah. We all found and, that and out. And pay's not great. <laughs> yeah, pay's not great. They need more. Hopefully they get that. Uh, Mm. Doctor? No, because there's a lot of stress there. People, yeah, yeah, I get sick. If you really want to be happy in your work, they say go into dentistry. Oh, okay. So still medical, but with the teeth. They have the most vacation time. They can set their own schedule. Dentists who earn an average of $221,000 a year led the pack. And also with the dentist, it's not like you're really doing open heart surgery or right. emergency. Yeah. Or, or life or death. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you, hurt, you got your tooth. Dentists, they do make a lot of money, man. Wow. Physician assistance is second in a job that you would like because, again, you're making a little bit of money. Not super stressed because you're not the physician. Yeah. Uh, orthodontist at third, which is pretty close to the dentist. Mm-hmm. I've never been an orthodontist, I don't think. What's Probably the difference? Not. Braces. Braces. Yeah, they do oh. braces. Okay. As for best paying jobs, straight up, anesthesi- anesthesiologist. Best paying? Oh, the top yeah. Spot. I, that's, I've heard those are awesome. Medium salary, $258,000. Whoa. For anesthesiologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just have to knock people out. But I mean, gosh, that's nerve wracking. Yeah. You'd be like, not I up. hope you wake back up. What'd you want to be when you were growing up? A veterinarian. That was the number A, number one? Yeah. A, number, numero uno. Why'd you quit on that? I, well... I just realized I wasn't going to do that. I still went to Texas A&M, though. I wanted to go to Texas A&M and be a vet, but I just went to Texas A&M and got an ag degree. (laughs) What about you? Well, this is it. I remember being in kindergarten. They said, hey, what do you want to be? And I wrote down three things. Mm -hmm. I said, I want to be a comedian, and I want to be a radio host, and I want to be on TV. Oh, wow. Wow, you're doing it all. And so- Triple threat. I I have always known, which is weird- because I used to think, how do people not know what they want to be when they grow up? Not a lot of people do. I know. And later on in life, I kind of started to understand I was the weird one. I've never not known. It always it has been eye on the prize. Let's go get it. So, yeah, that's it. Just my grandma kept it of me making that list of three things I wanted to be. Was there one of those where you're like, that may not happen? Nope. Just all three. You're never. Like- Even if I were to start right now, never, ever, ever. It's awesome. Because it may be governor of Arkansas soon. I think I could absolutely do it. There's nothing you can't do. Mm. There's some things you can try and be unsuccessful, but you can learn while you're trying. And I just, I don't believe that unless it's a physical thing, like I can't dunk on a 10 foot goal. (laughs) Physically, yeah. (laughs) Physically, I can't do that. Now, there are ways to do that. If I wanted to dunk on a goal, maybe I can't do a jumping. I can go to the trampoline. Mm -hmm. I can do it with a ladder. I can have someone throw me. But I think the same thing in life. Like if you can't do something, you can find ways to still do it just from a different angle. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, what are you going to say? What would you say to people that, some people may think like, oh, I'm too old to do this. I've always wanted to be this, but I may be too old for it. Like, what would you say for that? When Albert Einstein was old before he started crushing. Yeah. There are a lot of, it doesn't matter. Age is wherever you put yourself. And I'm just not a believer. Everyone's going to find an excuse to, to, it, to not do it. Mm-hmm. So, 
whatever that first excuse that comes up is, that's just you assigning that to your story. So I just don't think that's a thing. In my mind, I'm telling you, age doesn't matter to me. Uh, growing How you grew up. You know, I had no resources. I had no, I went to, uh, I was a food stamp kid, went to a crappy school, went to a tiny college that no one's ever heard of. I started a tiny radio station there. I should be a statistic, but I am not. And I just don't think you have to be. So um, I think you you find your paper airplane. Maybe you can't get there the straight way, but you can get there many, many different ways. So yeah. that's the deal. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, me? Uh, I wanted to be a rock star. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like at first I wanted to be a chemist, but then I really didn't even know what that meant. I just liked the whole idea of flasks and beakers and all that stuff. But then I wanted to be a rock star, like always. Well, and for those that don't know, Eddie, who's our video producer and my best friend, he was in a band before we worked together. I would come watch your band play. <laughs> you saw me, dude. Play to what? Five people. Yeah, yeah. And he was the lead singer and they were pretty good. And now he's in a band with us and I'm the lead singer. And he's a better singer than I am. <laughs> and we're just yeah. filling up but the room. But look at us, dude. We're living our dream. It's yeah. unbelievable. And pretty Eddie's cool. brother is a really good guitar player. Yes, yes. And used to be way the, better than me. Used to be in the band with Eddie, and now he's not. He's just playing for fun. Is he ever jealous? Do you think big that, time that you're playing big shows and yes. he's better than you? Yes. And I kind of tell him like, "Oh man, you know it's a lot of work. Like you wouldn't want to do this." But it's really, <laughs> but really, it's like you would love this. Man. <laughs> so cool. All right. Well, everybody, go get your dental degree. That's my advice for today. Whoa, it's the Bobby Bone Show. So I have a list of celebrity first cars. Uh, Scarlett Johansson, a BMW Z4. Wow. Oh, wow. How do we get to normal people here? Uh, here we go. David Beckham. Okay. Ford, a Ford Escort. My right? bad. Normal My bad. person. Leo DiCaprio, a Ford Mustang. His first car was his first car was a 1969 Ford Mustang. Okay, that's a, like a wow. that's collector's really cool. item. Well, yeah, yeah, he went from Mustang. Oh, that's cool to a hard flex. 1969 Correct. Ford Mustang. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's was a Mini Cooper. Nice. So honey, now. A little car. <laughs> I went and looked at a lot of those. I was oh, gonna I buy one. Yeah. I was so pumped. I was like, I'm gonna get me a Mini Cooper. I ended up not. They were big at one point. I loved them. I thought they were so cool. Uh, my first car was a 1991 Subaru. I got for about 300 bucks. It cost me just as so much to keep it up. What color? Red. Always red. Yeah. That car was awesome. It wasn't my best. My best was probably the Pontiac Sunfire I had that 200,000 miles. That thing was a monster. Sunfire. Yeah. But that Subaru was because I got to I put my weeder in the back seat when I was going in, in weed eating yards. Um, that was mine. A 91 Subaru. You? I was a 1985 Ford Bronco, like full size red. As oh, well. that's, pretty, that's a pretty baller one, though. Yeah, I pulled it up. I still want to find it. That's what she looked like. That would be cool to drive now. Yes. Did you ever take the top off of it? The top, I don't, well, I don't know. If it came off, I never took it off. Oh, okay. But, yeah, no. But I miss it, and I regret selling it, and I, I, I want to find it, but. That exact one or that model? Oh, I'd love to find the exact one. I mean, I, but who knows the condition it's in now? What is it again? A 1985 Ford Bronco Eddie Bauer. Is oh, dang. Oh, Eddie Bauer. I don't know what that means. Like, the seats were different. It Probably. literally means nothing. There was just, like, embroidered trees on the seat on the, on the the seats or something. I just remember they were, like, colorful trees, like, stitched in. Lunchbox? I had a 1985 Mazda RX-7. No air conditioning, no power steering. Woo! Bought it for 1200 bucks. After working at the grocery store for eight months, saving every paycheck. Wow. Morgan number two, first car. Um, 
It was my mom's Volvo XC90. So whatever she had, this Volvo, like kind of mom soccer car. She passed it down to you? Yeah. Did you love it? I did, but she got in a car accident on my 16th birthday. So I didn't get it until like a year later because it had to be like fixed and everything. So it took me a while to get my first car. Raymundo, audio guy. Yeah, Grand Prix GT 1998 had it murdered out on the windows, racing stripe white one on the front. <laughs> Your first car was all that? It's pretty dope. I had to share it with my brother. We we're twins. So, split it in half. And how did you guys manage that that sharing a car? He actually didn't get his driver's license, I don't think, until he was 21. So he just rode with me the whole time. <laughs> Bobby Bones! Come on. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. In Wisconsin, a paramedic rescued a cat from a rooftop because of, quote, special circumstances. In the social media post, the fire department explains that they normally don't rescue cats from trees or roofs. But this call was special because the owners of the cat were elderly and the cat, which was also elderly, also happened to be blind and deaf. Dang. Somehow the cat found itself on the roof. So a paramedic crew responded, brought it back to safety, breaking the rules, but for a good reason. The fire department showed up at the home with the crew, made the rescue, and again, the old owners and the older cat all are alive as of today. Happily ever after. Thought that was a good one. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show. All right, time now for a segment we call Overrated. The whole thing here is to find things... That, by the way, are loved, but you think are just overrated. I'll go first, and I'm going to throw out there overrated Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Oh, my <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You tried. And you know what? They were pretty good. Yeah. But they weren't what everyone was, like, you never tried it? You don't or, think they're better than regular Cheetos? Hmm. They're fine. Wow. And they were still fine to pretty good, but I say from the bottom of my heart, they are Overrated. By the way, who disagrees? I do, 100%. Anybody else disagree? Mm-mm. They're a little no, hot. They're good. Oh, they're okay. They're oh. a little hot. They're a little hot. Okay, all right. Um, Amy. Well, okay, so I tried this again because I wanted to give it a go, and I still stand by my decision that I, I don't get Game of Thrones. It's totally overrated. <laughs> I was flying, and I... I had downloaded episode one of season one a long, long time ago and tried to give it a go. And then when I was on a recent flight, I was going through my iTunes being like, oh, what can I watch that I already have downloaded? And I was like, oh, there it is. I'm going to give it a go. Well, nope, 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 nope. I'll speak on this and that I am a Game of Thrones lover, but it takes more than one. It takes about four or five episodes to really love it. And, uh-huh. and, and I do think as a lover of Game of Thrones, it's also a bit overrated because the hype kind of became what it was more so than the show. Still, I think the best show of, not my favorite show, but I think the best show of my lifetime. Oh, man, Meaning, I feel so bummed that I'm missing out on the best show of your lifetime. But all, I, there's, it's just not going to happen. The storylines, the money, the actors, what it did to pop culture. Mm-hmm. I think Pound for Pound, probably the biggest and best show of the lifetime. Oh, wow. Not my wow. favorite. But mm-hmm. I, I can get why you would say that, Amy. Okay. From someone who loves it. But we will get, we will sing it for you now. One, two, three, four. Overrated! Lunchbox. Oh, there's a TV show that everybody loves, and I was late to the train on this one, and I watch it, and it's okay, but I don't think it's one of the best of all time, like people say, and that's Friends. 
Like what? What are, what are you talking I think about? if you didn't watch Friends back in the day, it's not that good now. It doesn't hold up wonderfully unless you were in it when it happened. Right. And so I watch the reruns is how I catch it. And I'm like, oh, this is okay. But all the hype it gets, people act like it's the greatest show to ever grace our TV. I love Friends, but I was having this conversation with someone who is 28, 29 years old. And she's like, it's fine. I said, oh, because you didn't get to experience it while it was on. If you, it's, I would say, that like for the Fresh Prince of Bel Air is, is what I would compare it to to me. Like, if I watch it now, you're like, this is the stupidest show I've ever seen. But because you watched it when you were a kid and it was so cool, then you still have those feelings about it now. And so I watch it now and I love it. But I get why you would say that now. It's not overrated to me because I still get the joy that I've always had from it. Friends, is it overrated, anybody? Uh, no, I like it. I don't even know that. Should we chant to that? Oh, yes. Yes, it's his. <laughs> oh. Wait, wait, we chant to all of them. Yeah, Amy, I might not. You're One, right. two, three, four. Overrated. All right, very good. Thank you, guys. Bobby Bones. Hanging out with the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go over to Chris in Alabama, who is on the phone right now. Chris, what's happening, man? Good morning. Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Quick question for you. When you have a bad customer service experience or, or something, do you guys feel it's appropriate to kind of put that company or those in, that individual who gave you that experience on blast on social media? Or do you kind of frown away from that? What I do is I don't go back. I, I mostly treat it good or bad, reward or punishment with me spending there further. Because you can have bad customer service somewhere and there, and because it's a worker who works there and not penalize the whole institution. Like you got somebody who's opened up a small business or someone who's opened up a chain and they can't be there all the time and they've hired someone and that someone has a bad day. I don't really let that affect my feelings toward making sure everybody knows about it. And also, I've also just had bad days and I hope people will give me a little bit of grace sometimes when I have bad days. So unless like the owner punched you in the face, I would just, <laughs> just not go back. I think really the best way to reward or punish someone is with your business or without your business. I don't know that I will be getting on social media going, this sucks, not for me, don't do it. Because you really get nothing except that instant gratification of I showed you and then you probably feel bad about it later. Right. And then you're like, I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that. I've also had bad days. I'm glad mm-hmm. people can't get on social media and do one like, Bobby, you're a sucky person because I would get those sometimes. So I'm going to say that no. I, I just, I don't think putting people on blast generally is a good idea. Sometimes. Like if there's a place for that company that you can write a review, you could probably share your experience, but it doesn't have to be, I mean, I don't know. It doesn't have to be on blast. It doesn't have to be a public thing because you can really mess up someone's That's Yelp. True. You can, oh, yeah. you can oh, really yeah. affect someone's business in a bad way. So, uh, well, guys, thank you so much for taking my call and answering my question. I really appreciate it. Love the show. Thank you so much. Thanks, Chris. See you later, bud. All right, bye bye. It's the Bobby Bones Show. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So there's this sweet three-year-old girl, Adelaide Stanley, and she can't go out in public and to be around people because she's had months and months of chemo and cancer treatment stuff happening. And so it's weakened her immune system, but she has her favorite restaurant and she really, really wanted to go there. So the restaurant 
arranged for them to come in early and they got the staff there and the cooks and everything and they got to dine there alone so that way there wasn't other people there so she wasn't exposed to all the germs and stuff and they served her her meal and they even paid for it. Wow. And, and let's shout out the restaurant that they went to and the name of the restaurant is? Jay Wilson's in Beaumont, Texas. Shout out Jay Wilson. Yep. Yeah. Of all the Wilsons, Jay's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, to be honest. All right. Super cool. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Yeah. Bobby Bones. Bobby Bones Show. This is a funny story. So in Missouri, a woman is laying on all the mattresses to see which bed she likes. Because you're buying a bed to go and you lay at the store. Mm-hmm. And so she's testing the mattresses and she falls asleep. Well, they didn't see her fall asleep. And they turn the lights off of the store and they go home and lock the door. And so she's had, she spent the night in the store. Oh, that's like a movie. <laughs> yeah, they were called to the store after an employee found a woman wandering through it after it was closed because she fell asleep when they shut it down and they, they went away. So, yeah, she was just testing it out. She must have been real tired. I never, (laughs) back in the day when I would go to the mattress store and test out mattresses, only a few times, but I never could get a legit feel at the store and what I liked. Mm. Because it all felt comfortable at the store. (laughs) They were like, try the fur. I'd lay on the fur and be like, ooh, it's pretty good. Then try the soft. Ooh, this is pretty good. I never, is never, I'm a very... I think I'm a 30. My sleep number is a 30 right now, so I definitely know what I am. Right. But I never could go to the store and test it because they all felt good because they were new. Yeah. I'm not a soft. I'm a firm all the way. But again, it isn't firm or soft. That's not my point. My point is, is that I could go and lay on all of them and they all felt good to me. I could never use the mattress store in the buying day as a good method of picking out a mattress because they were new, so they all just felt good. I mean, I bought a mattress one time back in the day. And I went home and it was miserable. And so, <laughs> can you return a mattress? Yeah, you can. But oh, I didn't. I was can? so I was so lazy. <laughs> I just slept on it for like five years. Just oh. dealt with it. Yeah, I just dealt with it. I made my bed literally, and I had, oh, to, yeah. had to lie in it. Um, thanks for listening. Goodbye. The Bobby Bob Show.